And John Gruden fucks his daughter, so I'm almost 100% sure of that. And we're recording. <laughs> Definitely in there. I'm good with it. I like it. All right. Coming at you half-ass live from Houghton, Michigan, slash Rochester, Minnesota. We have Don and Damo of the Anything But Basketball podcast with our guests tonight, Brandon Joyle, a.k.a. Booty God, 6969. Fuck off. He'll eat your ass for free. I'm 100% certain of that. Last week, a lot of great games, a lot of good football games going on, lots to fuck with. Uh, we're going to go over just the last week's scores. Just right swift, Thursday night, Ravens-Bengals, Bengals win that, 34-23. Chiefs at Steelers, fucking Mahomie. Mahomie. Slinging it, six cutters, 42-37. Dolphins at Jets, Dolphins win 20-12, no one cares. Eagles at Tampa, Eagles fall on their face. Tampa takes it, it's magic, the magic might be real, that's my bad. Browns at Saints, Browns still can't win a game. End up missing four field goals, lose by three. 21-18. 21-18. Colts at Redskins. Colts win 21-9. No one's surprised. Chargers at Bills. Chargers take it 31-20. I honestly thought it'd be worse than that. It wasn't. Vikings at Packers. Fucking tie. It's a lot like kissing your sister. Which, if you got a hot sister, hey, do you. Panthers at Falcons. Falcons 31-24. Solid game. Falcons, uh, Matt Ryan pulled his head out of his ass. And uh, made some things happen. Texas at Titans. Titans. Shout out Mo. Hashtag Mo Ponch, hashtag Fuckboy. Titans win twenty to seventeen. No thanks to Mariota. Cards at Rams. Rams thirty four nil. Shut out. Lions at Niners. Niners win thirty to twenty seven. Nail biter. Matthew Stafford still a putz. Raiders at Broncos. Broncos bring it back from the grave. Second half comeback. Case Keenum looking like a full blown retard. Still wins twenty to nineteen. Patriots at Jacksonville. Jags win. 31-20. It was about 117 degrees on the field at game time. Giants-Cowboys, late-night football. Cowboys win 20-13. Seattle at Bears. Bears spanked. Russell Wilson's booty hole. Fucked him right in the mouth. And I like it a lot. I'm a big fan. All right, last week we had some... Uh, we did start of fantasy football. Hold, hold, hold up a man here. All right, get, get on in there. Okay, no, the, the issue is we got to talk about how we did... This week? Oh, on games. On oh, games. Oh. On the predictions. It wasn't good on my end. No. I went 6-9-1. Uh, and one. Don went 10-5-1. and one. Yes. Uh, I still have an overall record better than Don. Fair. 17-13-2 uh, this year. Don is 14-16-2. But, but I'm make, coming back. I'm making a comeback. I was gonna say my uh, sports bets sports bets this week weren't good. Didn't pay no. off. No, didn't hit Wait a lot. Minute. You can bet in Minnesota. Uh, online you can. Oh, uh, see, it's illegal. Uh, it, well, online. Shout out to Then Didn't pay for a paid advertisement. <laughs> Not a free ad or anything, but uh, Axe Body Wash. Scrub your nuts. It's great. See, I crushed it with the calls last week. I was wrong five times. Damien wrong nine times. Uh, didn't even pick his own Bears in Seattle, which I thought was surprising considering Seattle looked like straight-up dog shit against Denver last week. And they uh, continued the trend. Mm, anyway, Jameson, Irish whiskey, no free ads. Hashtag, fuck me. No days off. No days off with the Irish whiskey. So basically what we had going on last week, we gave you some fantasy football start of sit-ems. 
Uh, I'll let Damien talk about his first off must start, must sits for week two. All right. <clears throat> bad on the predictions for games last week. Also bad on the must start, must sits. Uh, Weird. I, <laughs> I said uh, play James Conner. That was not bad. 18 PPR points, but he didn't have a great day. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. He did not play well. 13 points. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod, sorry. Tyrod. We want Baker. We want Baker. Is that what they're cheering in Cleveland? That's what I'm cheering right now. Field goal kicker away from being undefeated. So let's just say (laughs) that right now. Yeah, well, LA. Not even a lie. That's not even hashtag fake news. The Chargers were a field goal kicker away from being 14 and 2 last year. So. True, true. Uh, yeah, Tyrod was bad. Tyler Lockett was a good, I said, start Tyler Lockett. He had five receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Four of which came in garbage time, but we're not going to matter. That doesn't matter. Still points. Points is garbage. Points. Touchdowns count the same. Especially in fantasy football. Disley. Let's talk about Will Disley, that last second tutter. Getting me that six points. Big fan. Alright, and then I said play Jared Cook. That was a bad call. Four receptions, forty nine yards. Denver defense. Uh, I told you guys to sit Ryan Fitzmagic. Bad call. Thirty points. Slinging it. Still not as bad. Beard like that, you gotta start Fitzmagic with a beard like that. You have to. It's not as bad as me telling everyone to sit. I will say though, Ryan Fitzpatrick did have a good year a couple years ago, then took a big shit. So I mean, this could be hashtag fake news. No one's on his uh, no one's on his train right now, but I'm starting to come around. I also said sit Kenyon Drake. He had a totter, 16 points PPR, not good. Uh, I said, sit Randall Cobb. Not bad. Four receptions, 30 yards, seven points. And I said, sit Jack Doyle. Two receptions, 20 yards, four PPR points. I don't know. Jack Doyle, great name. Not a lot going on as far as uh, receptions. Tell you that for free. Last week, my start of sit must start, must sit. Hashtag blessed. Said you must start Todd Gurley. Buddy had 32 PPR points. Fuck with your kid. Adam Thielen, 12 catches, buck 31 on a totter. Good call. Jared Cook, not a good call at all. Okay, you should not have started Jared Cook. I was voting against my team. That was a mistake. Phillip Rivers, 256, three totters, 22 points. Solid play. There are a lot of quarterbacks had more points, but for a guy that's probably on the waiver wire in an 8-10 man league, that's not a bad play. I said you must sit Leonard Fournette, but he didn't even play. TJ Yeldon came in, didn't do shit. Good so call, Donald. Good call. Good call. Larry Fitzgerald had three catches for 28 yards for five PPR points. That was a good call. Got hurt. Jimmy, I said sit Jimmy Graham. Well, Buddy had a day. Okay, six catches, 95 yards, nothing to nothing to smirk at. You know, solid day for a quarterback that does not throw to tight ends. He made the best of his opportunities. I uh, said to sit Ryan Fitzmagic, uh, which is his legal name now, in case anyone's wondering. That's his legal name, Ryan Fitzmagic. Guy went off four totters, 400-plus yards. A ridiculous day. That was my bad. I didn't mean to do all that. 
So if you if you sat him and you had like you know anyone else who didn't do that well, I had Kirk Cousins in one of my leagues, and Deshaun Watson in an RA, but if you had like a oh like a Josh Allen on a fucking on a hope and a prayer, you you fucked up, and that's on me. But now we're gonna get into week three, new week, new me. Okay, a lot of a lot of good games coming up here. Got Jets at Browns. Right, could be good. You got got the Bills and Vikes, Giants at Texans, Packers at the Skins, Niners at Kansas City, Raiders at Dolphins, Colts at Eagles, ooh, Titans at Jags, ouch, Bengals at Panthers, Broncos at Ravens, Saints at Falcons, Chargers at Rams, Bears at the Cards, Cowboys at Seattle, Pats at Detroit, Steelers at Tampa. So Bundy, if you got all them, uh, you got them, got them in front of you. Why don't you tell me who you got on all these games? All right. Well, we're gonna start with Thursday, of course. Hashtag Thursday Night Football. Fuck you, Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> also, fuck you, Joe Buck. Joe Buck is my spirit animal. Fuck that guy. Yeah, anyway, right. uh, Cleveland gets their first win this Thursday. I'm uh, guaranteeing that. I'd put money on that. Got Jacksonville over Tennessee. Oakland over Miami. Denver over Baltimore. Houston oh. over the Giants. Uh, Indy Philly could go either way. Carson Wentz might be a little rusty. But uh, I got the Eagles. I got the Packers being the Redskins. Eh, I don't really know about that one, but we're sticking with it. Minnesota obviously kills the Bills. Uh, I got Atlanta over New Orleans. I got the uh, 49ers beating the Chiefs, even though I love my boy Patrick Mahomes, but that defense is just way too sketch. Way too sketchy. Uh, I got Carolina over Cincinnati. Rams, Chargers, Battle of Los Angeles. Rams win by maybe 100. (laughs) Uh, Got the Cowboys, Seahawks in Seattle. Big game. Big tough road game. Dallas wins. Uh, Chicago over Arizona. Arizona sucks. Dallas had more offensive yards in the first quarter of last game than they did like all of the whole of their whole last game. So we're obviously going with the Bears there. Also, shout out to Khalil Mack, biggest savage in the league. Huge cock, I heard. Uh, probably. Yeah. If you play like that, Brooklyn Decker told me herself via Twitter. Dude's got a hammer. Uh, I don't know. But uh, New England beats the Lions. Sorry, Lions. And uh, don't say you're sorry. Uh, Fuck Matt Stafford. Fuck Lions fans for being so fucking dumb. Come on. Pick a different team. Go AFC Pittsburgh. South. Pittsburgh is favored against the Bucks, but Pittsburgh also might not even have AB this weekend. We're gonna have to keep tabs on that. Denver's probably gonna pick him up on the old waiver wire. Trade me. Steelers, okay. Steelers defense is also trash. So I'm yeah. going uh, Fitz Magic and the boys. I like it. I like it a lot. So for me, we got Jets at Browns. I got the Browns getting their first win. That makes sense. Bills and Vikes. Vikes by a million. Giants at Texans. Now that could be a clash of dog shit teams. <laughs> Vikings come out, or sorry, Texans come out on top. Packers at the Skins. The Skins, great running game. Not a lot else. Packers, Aaron Rodgers. You got When you got money, you're going on Aaron Rodgers. Niners at Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. The defense is booty. 
But Jimmy G hasn't shown me a lot this year that makes me think he's going to be that guy. Got Raiders at Dolphins. I'm going to go Raiders just because Derek Carr had, like, what, 117% efficiency against Denver last week, the no-fly zone. Solid day. He's going to pick apart the Dolphins, no problem. Only thing is, he's playing in Miami, might be 1,000 degrees. Colts at Eagles. Eagles all the way. Carson Wentz, a little rusty, but he's got a huge cock. Red hair, he's going to make it happen. Titans at Jags. Jags all the way. They just pounded Tom Brady. I'm not going to take any... I'm not going to take anything against them. Bengals and Panthers. Ah, I went Panthers, but I'm on the fence. I am. That could go either way. Bengals are a solid squad. Broncos at Ravens. I love the Broncos. I love uh, love everything but the head coach and the quarterback, and I still think the Ravens win at home by at least three. Saints at Falcons. Falcons probably going to come in on top. Matt Ryan is, in a, is just hitting a stride. Saints struggled with Cleveland last week. Chargers at Rams, Rams by a million. Bears at Cardinals, Bears by a million. Cowboys at Seattle, Cowboys by maybe three. They're both not very good offensively and both pretty good defensively, surprisingly. Pats at Lions, I'm going to go Patriots because Matt Stafford can't pull his head out of his ass long enough to throw a ball downfield. And Steelers at Bucks, I'm going to go Ryan Fitzmagic. I'm on the magic train. Hell yeah, and Steelers baby. defense lets everybody put up 40 points. Fitzmagic's like, yeah, I'll throw six tutters. Fuck it. Going Bucks. Damian, do you, you think? Do you think the Gremlins JV team could score against the Steelers defense? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, they'd score at least ten. Okay. You always have a decent kicker. So I mean, at least ten. Fair assessment. Yeah. Granted. Okay. Put this in uh, in perspective. Houghton's football teams have won maybe six times the last four years. Okay. Doesn't matter. Still scoring. DNs are soft, linebackers suck, secondary's booty. All right, Damian, what you got? I got uh, <clears throat> Jets at Browns. I got Browns. First win of the season for the Browns. I think we're all in agreement on that. Saints at Falcons. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Falcons. Falcons are favored by three. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Uh, Saints haven't looked so hot this season. Uh, let's go Packers at Redskins. I got the Packers. Uh, Bills at Vikings. Vikings by a million. For sure, the Bills suck. Worst team in the league. Uh, Raiders at Dolphins. Dolphins at home. I got the Dolphins. John Gruden sucks. Raiders suck. It's going to be 115 degrees there. See, what happened was my defense fell apart in the second half. Because I don't know anything about the defensive side of the football. I was gifted a great defensive team in Tampa. I got a ring. After that, straight to the shitter. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Broncos at Ravens. Ravens are favored by five. I got the Ravens covering that. Uh, let's see. Bengals at Panthers. I'm going Bengals. They're going to be 3-0 and at the end of this week. Uh... Giants, well, the, the only downside to that, uh, Joel Mixon out for the Bengals. That's a, That's tough, a one. tough one. Giovanni's elusive, but Joe Mixon is Joe Mixon. He's gone off two weeks. I got Giants at Texans, taking the Texans. I think uh, finally Deshaun Watson gets it going this week. Hitting by De- DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller the fifth. 
Titans at Jags. Jags are only favored by one at the moment. I think they're going to cover that for sure. Probably by, you know, five or more. Uh, 49ers at Chiefs. Patrick Mahomey. It's going to cover the six-point spread. Chiefs. Chiefs are going to win that one. Chargers at Rams. Rams are favored by seven. Ah, Rams are going to win by ten or more. Bears at Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals suck. Bears aren't good offensively, but defensively, they're going to hold the Cardinals, and the Bears are going to win that one. Uh, that's, I think, my, that may be the first time this year I've picked the Bears. I'm a Bears fan. It's the first time this year I'm going to pick the Bears, which means the Bears are going to lose this week. Dap Bears. Uh, Cowboys at Seahawks. I got the Cowboys winning that one. Hell yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, Dak Prescott. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a really shitty game. Yes. Yes. It kind of hurts. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Yo, Dak Prescott's fucking sucks, okay? That's that's so not, does the Seahawks. That's He's 24 and 11. 24 and 11. 24 and 11 last year when he had good players. 24 and 11. This is his career uh, win-loss yeah. record. Well, so. He only has one win this year out of two. Stuck Case Keenum has two. He's garbage. Defense, Denver Broncos defense. Not Case Keenum. Let's let's, let's just fucking I'm get that out there right now. I'm not arguing with you, but Case Keenum threw three picks and still won. I'm in the mood to argue. I like to argue. Well, anyway, game finish. Pats, Lions. Pats at Lions. Pats win. Lions are garbage. Uh... Steelers at Bucks. Uh, it's gonna be a high-scoring game. Steelers are gonna come out on top. Brian oh. Fitzmagic is still gonna throw five tutters, but Steelers are gonna win. Just gonna be picked up Deshaun Jackson on the waiver wire, maybe. Probably a good call on my part. They can Fitzmagic puts his mouth on the table. Question: Does Go Josh Gordon catch a touchdown pass this weekend against the Lions? I would be honestly surprised if Josh Gordon was playing more than 10 snaps this week against the Lions. think so. That, that Patriots playbook, Bill Belichick, he's not going to let you walk in week one and fucking just play. You know, maybe. If he does, I think he could make a huge impact. But I think he's going to be a limited role. I think I think, the, I think uh, he's going to fail a piss test before he gets to week three. Ah, uh, no. You know, Billy B's got something up his sleeve to wash that away. He's not failing no fucking drug test. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, Blake Gate, Piss Gate. We got all the gates here over in New England. Yeah. <laughs> piss Gate. Piss Gate. I'm into it. Uh, you saying that Josh Gordon's going to be in a limited role? Josh Gordon's going to have three putters this week. Just because you said that. I hope so, because I'm starting him on a fantasy team. So, we can get up there, buddy. Brady Gordon is uh, Tom Brady and Moss. Brady Moss. Tom Brady Moss 2.0. But with oh, Josh. dude. When, when Brady set the single-season passing record for Tutters, what do you have, 52? 50, I think it was just 50. 50, 51, somewhere in there. Maybe. Manning came along, broke it, 55. No one's going to touch that for a minute. Except maybe Ryan Fitzmagic can keep on this fucking roll. Jesus. Maybe, Pat, maybe right. Pat, Patty Mahomes, maybe. Patty Mahomes, maybe. I, I honestly think that Patrick Mahomes, okay, I watched him play at Texas Tech. 
A little bit. Not a lot. Okay, he's Texas Tech. I live in the UP. I don't see a lot of their games. But when I did watch his highlights, he is careless with the football. And eventually, he's going to start making mistakes. He's it, It's bound to happen. Bound to happen. Do you think you so, though? Playing, you start playing secondaries like Denver, Chris Harris Jr., you're going to line up one-on-one on Sammy Watkins, you're going to put throw it up there. He's coming down with it. Justin Simmons on Tyreek Hill. If it's not a streak, Justin Simmons is going to come down with it. You're playing in the AFC West. That's a good secondary division. The Chargers are no slouch on defense. Denver is top five. Oakland is good in their front four, at least, to get a lot of pressure. I mean, I, he's going to start making mistakes. He gets into these divisional games, he's going to start making mistakes. He's still going to be have a tremendous fucking year, I think. I think he's going to be just no one saw that coming. But I, I, I honestly think he's going to start fucking up. And I thought Ryan Fitzmagic was to start fucking up, but I've, I've yet to see it. It's only week two. We'll see what happens. Was it 10 touchdowns in two games? Yeah, for, it's a for record, almost, record, yeah, I think it's eight or nine for Fitzmagic. Eight? It's a lot. It's a ton. Fucking Keenum almost has that many picks through week two. <laughs> Atta boy. Jesus Christ. Buddy, you got to pull his head out of his ass. You can pay a lot of money to not suck. Let's, let's you know, let's do something here. All right, so we're all uh, a lot. We have a lot of the same picks, but there are some differences. Uh, Damian, I think, is the only person who took the Steelers. Yeah, uh, Bundos is the only person who took 45, Denver. Forty-five forty Steelers. Ooh, forty-five forty. Well, now I'd be surprised if AB even played fifty percent of the offensive snaps. I mean, AB might not even play this weekend. He, hasn't he might. Reported, he might not. Hasn't to practice yet this week. Yeah, he's pissed off. Juju stole the show last week. He's a little upset about that. I'm fine with it. He's on my fantasy team. Go up and get it, buddy. Bundo, only person who took the Broncos at the Ravens. I don't I don't think the Ravens are for real. I don't think they are either, but I also think that Denver's offense is so bad that they might actually lose. Yeah, but then again, the Ravens' offense isn't that great either. I think Joe Flacco's going to spend a lot of time on his ass, and I hope I'm wrong. But well, I, still I mean, have him yeah, enough passes, enough big passes. The Ravens are one and one, but their their win came against the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I can look good yeah. playing against the Buffalo Bills. Bengals, the Bengals are for real though. Okay, I'm gonna say that, and that's a tough game. I don't care who you are. If the Bengals are two and ten, you go into Cincinnati. Or you have them, you're hosting them. Doesn't matter. That's a good football team. That's tough to beat no matter what. So I mean, I think uh, I think Flacco's attitude though going into this week is, fuck you. I'm not splitting time with his rookie ass QB. He he might uh, he might be off his game a little bit, just focusing on other shit. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping Denver comes out big on that one. But I picked them, picked Baltimore to win. Hoping I'm wrong. Moving on to week three, we got our must-start, must-sit. QB, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We don't care about the defense or the tight or the fucking kicker because it doesn't matter. It's a hit and miss. Harrison Butker can go off for 20 points one week. We don't. No one knows that. So we go with the main positions, what you mostly focus on. My must-start, week three, I got Mahomes, okay? 
Buddy is on a fucking roll. He's playing against the Niners, solid defense, but this is a big test. I think he's going to come out on top. I think he throws a, I'm going to say two. Two tutters, almost 400 yards for Mahomes. Solid start. Uh, a lot of people didn't even draft him in eight Penman leagues. Uh, must start for running backs. Got Jordan Howard against the Cardinals. I think Trubisky starts to lean more on his running game, kind of get everything going as a unit. I think he's he doesn't want to rely on himself because he's his confidence is probably a little bit shaken through week one and two. He's thrown a couple picks. He's made some bad decisions. He's going to lean on that running game. Jordan Howard might have a couple big plays. For wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson. Now, I didn't think he was still relevant until this season, but Fitzmagic loves him, and he's making big plays. Uh, Pittsburgh secondary letting everybody get in, so you might as well play him if you can get him. I tried to pick him up. We'll see what happens. For my tight end, I got Travis Kelsey. I sat him last week. Sat him. That hurt. I still won. Donald, but it hurt. Donald, Donald. Buddy just cracked him out and do. I like it. Nectar of the Gods. Shout out to Kurt Joyle. He taught me that one. Nectar of the Gods. Moving on to must sit. I got Philip Rivers against the Los Angeles Rams. That is a tremendous defense. That That's one of the best defenses I think I've ever seen. Just in names. If you wanted to list off the names of top-tier talent on that defense, you'd probably run out of breath before you got to the end of it. That That's insanity. Even their linebackers. They're young, but they're good. I'm telling you right now, Phillip Rivers is not going to have a good day. Sean McCoy against the Vikings. Great defense. Sean McCoy disappointed me all year so far. You got... Just a, a bullshit-ass rookie QB stepping in there trying to make things happen. I don't think he's going to get a lot of big plays. And a lot of people drafted him pretty highly. I did. I made that mistake. Uh, Nathan Peterman, you're terrible. I hate you. Wide receiver, I got T.Y. Hilton against the Eagles secondary. He's undersized. He is fast, but he's undersized. He's going to get physically outmatched against the Eagles. He's not going to get a lot of balls that are easy. Uh, maybe some hitch routes, maybe some quick outs, but he's not going to have that big streak because those Eagles secondary, they out, they're at least three inches taller than he is all around. And he's just not, just, it's just not going to happen this week for T.Y. Hilton. He's a good wide receiver. I just don't see it this week. Can I touch on that for a second? You can. Didn't Deshaun Jackson just light up the Eagles defense? Eagles defense was also on the field for 90% of the game because Nick Foles is booty as fuck. Yeah, but the first play of the game was one one catch for 75 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I wouldn't be not surprised. Sean Jackson. It was. Sean Jackson had the first touchdown? Yeah, it was. I don't believe first you. First play of the game, 75 I'm gonna, yards touchdown. Game, play action over the mm. top with Sean Jackson. Well, I'm wrong, though. I still think in my heart of hearts – that with, and not even looking at last week, let's take that out of the equation. You have your your quarterback, Carson Wentz, he's coming back. All right, your secondary, your defense is pumped up. you got a starting quarterback back. No more Nick Foles hit and miss. Carson Wentz, Ginger Jesus, your defense is fucking amped. You're going to be seeing some Brian Dawkins fucking smoking plays coming from that secondary. I just, I don't see 
the Colts doing a lot offensively just because, I mean, that's such a momentum swing. It, it's like when Aaron Rodgers comes back in the second half. Like everything changes. It's a whole different game. Uh, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to sit on that. I think Deshaun Jackson is a good wide receiver. I think he's going to have a good day this week, but T.Y. Hilton is not Deshaun Jackson. Uh, for my tight end, it's tough. If you look at the matchups all week, if you have a good top 10 tight end in your lineup, you're probably going to have an okay day overall. I said to sit Safarian Jenkins for the uh, Jaguars. Shout out Mo Ponch. Hashtag I eat ass. Uh, Titans are actually second in the league this year against tight ends. Not giving up a lot of points. Not giving up a lot of yards. He's also not uh, on Darnold's radar. Sorry, Bortles' radar. Old notes, my bad. And uh, Tennessee's playing tight against the tight ends. I wouldn't start him. He's something. He's someone someone probably drafted, but I drafted him in one of my leagues, but definitely not playing this week. Uh, Damien, who you got? Must start, must sit. Uh, <clears throat> my must start quarterback, Ryan Fitzmagic versus a god-awful Steelers defense. Five putters, four or five. I'm not, five might be a little much. Uh, but the Steelers defense is 31st against quarterbacks this year in fantasy. Not good. Uh, running back. You gotta start Dalvin Cook, which you would if you had him anyway. You might even get a flex start out of Latavius Murray. That's how bad the fucking Buffalo Bills are this year. Everybody's gonna have a great day versus the Bills. Uh, wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster versus Tampa. Uh, Tampa's 26 versus wide receiver. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Juju's going to get in on that action, especially if A.B. doesn't play. Uh, my tight end start must start, George Kittle versus Kansas City. Terrible defense. Jesse James had a fucking day versus Kansas City. George Kittle, him and uh, Jimmy G going to be hooking up this week. Uh, my must-sit quarterback, Tyrod Taylor. Thank you. You're welcome. First, the Jets. Uh, short week. Jets are uh, fourth against quarterbacks. Sneaky good defense. Tyrod didn't do that hot versus what I thought was a great defense, or a not great defense last week. <clears throat> I told you to sit Tyrod Taylor as a bad, or play Tyrod Taylor as a bad call this week. You're going to sit him. Uh, running backs. You're going to be sitting Denver running backs versus the Ravens. Uh, Baltimore's third this year against running backs. Uh, if you're going to play one, probably Phillip Lindsay. Uh, wide receiver sit him, or must sit. Seattle wide receivers versus Dallas. Sneaky good defense. No big scores last week. Uh, versus the Gi- for the Giants versus Dallas. So I'm saying sit all of them, all the wide receivers in Seattle. Not that there's many of them anyway. Um, tight end, sit. Austin Hooper versus New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is ninth against tight ends. I uh, don't see Hooper having a big game this week. My turn. Like oh, yeah. Who do you got? Who am I starting for sure? It's going to be a little combo action, but I'm starting uh, Kirk Cousins. 
against the Bills, obviously. Uh, start everyone. And then wide receiver, you got to go with the uh, connection there. And fantasy purposes, you got to start Diggs because he's just going to tear it up, in my opinion. As for running back, I feel like you're going to have to start Zeke against the Seahawks because I don't know if the passing game is going to be there. It's in Seattle, so run game is going to be huge there. So we're going to have to go with Zeke. And then as for tight end, I think uh, sneaky tight end out of Seattle, Disley. Oh, my. Yeah, I mean, three weeks in a row. The only uh, touchdown the Cowboys gave up last week to the Giants was to Evan Ingram. And for some reason, the Cowboys always seem to struggle with a tight end. But then again, you may also want to start Rob Gronkowski against the Lions. Let's just make that clear, because the Lions' defense is not who we thought they were. Suspect. What am I Not nah, good. You want to crown them? Crown ass. Got Matt Patricia, you know, defensive-minded head coach. Ain't really paying off, i tell you that much. No, not so far. As for sitting, uh, obviously, you might have to sit Andrew Luck this weekend. I don't know wow. if he's going to be uh, tearing it up. Philly, you know, it's in Philly, so it's going to be a pretty tough matchup either way. Luck like Cox at 100% or no? I don't know. But like, so I got hurt last week you know? for a hot minute. I don't know if he uh, came out or not. The defense might have to show up depending on uh, which Carson Wentz shows up, though. Because I don't know if it's going to be rookie year Carson Wentz or second year Carson Wentz. That's up for debate. We're going to have to have a touch on that sometime. Uh, wide receiver. Uh, You're not going to want to start Inanwa from the Jets. I don't know. The Jets just seem to be hit and miss, obviously, and they're playing a pretty good Browns defense, in my opinion. Browns defense is for real. And it's also a short week. And also Cleveland, so you know the dog pound's hungry for a W, considering Gonzalez, the motherfucker, missed you know, four kicks. It's tough. Also, does that guy still have a job? Does Gonzalez still have a job? No. Nope. So he picked up a rookie. Okay. So, thank God. Tight ends, don't start a Dallas Cowboys tight end because that situation... Actually, that situation's just a whole other topic that we don't have time for. Yeah. Zeke doesn't even, or fucking Dak Prescott doesn't even have a number three wide receiver to throw to right now. Yeah. I mean, Dak does his best when he has to spread the ball, though. We'll say that. Undefeated without Des Bryant in the lineup. We'll just throw that out there right now. Not hashtag fake news. That's real. Well, to be fair, they did lose to Carolina week one without Des Bryant in the lineup, so that would be fake news. True. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure that that wasn't the uh, – I was like, wait, Des Bryant was in the lineup for week one against Carolina? Because I don't remember that 16-8 loss seeing Des out there. Forgot that was that. a good game in general. It wasn't a Play, good game. rain, Cam Newton being Cam Newton. Gross. So those are your must-start, must-sits. Moving on to our 
Savage of the week. A guy who just straight put his nuts on the table. I picked Mahomes, first of all. I changed it to Kirk Cousins. But he had 425 yards and four tutters against Green Bay. Granted, that game did end in a tie. I still think that Kirk Cousins is the real deal. I think he is a great quarterback. He's lighting it up. Granted, the Packers secondary is awful. But so is the Steelers. So either way, I just uh, change it up. Go Kirk Cousins. You know, bring his name up. I think he deserves that shout out. Kirk Cousins, four tutters, 425 yards. You got for Savages there, Damo. A Savage of the Week is uh, Patrick Mahomey, six tutters. Thanks for the fantasy win, bud. Appreciate it. Excellent. Bundo, you got anyone you can think of that deserves to be shouted out for Savage of the Week? That's not Patrick Mahomes? That's not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, probably my uh, boy over there in Los Angeles. Los Angeles being the Rams, of course, Todd Gurley. Gross. Single-handedly pretty much brought them to victory. Shout-out to Zero Line for pulling his groin and uh, leaving the game in the first quarter, not getting me any fantasy points, which were uh, crucial for me to win or lose. Lost, by the way. Nice. Appreciate that, Zero Line. You're an asshole. Thanks, Zero Line. Asshole. Dick. All right, so after Savage of the Week, we got a Putz of the Week, which is the exact opposite, just someone who fucked up so bad that they deserve a shout-out. And uh, for me, I said Vontae Davis, Bill's cornerback. Buddy retired at halftime. And I don't mean he had a prep co- press conference. I mean he handed in his iPad, hung up the helmet, put on his fucking jeans, and left at halftime. Like, I can't do this. Can't do this shit. This is horrible. I'm on a terrible team. I'm fucking 30 years old. I'm over it. And he left. That's couldn't, hilarious. Uh, couldn't we actually have Vontae Davis as Savage of the Week, though? She at could the same be. time. Yeah. No, Definitely yeah. Definitely could be. That was a savage move. It, it's, absolutely, you, it's absolutely. It's absolutely 50 50. Pretty brutal move, if you ask me. Pretty punk bitch move. But I mean, still kind of funny. Like, if I was playing, like, uh, Rec Hockey League and my team was 0 9, going to play the championship team. After the first period, we let in nine goals. I'm getting my ass worked out there. I got a sore hip, and I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm probably fucking, probably fucking leaving. That's so right. I, I respect Hockey, it. It's not the NFL. I respect it, but at the same time, you're an asshole because you got 52 other guys on that roster busting their ass off for you to just say, "Nah, I can't do this no more." You should have known you couldn't do this more no more last week when you got blown out by almost 40 points. 40, 44 points. You know, I mean, I, I think that's a dick move. I think he deserves putts of the week. Damo, who's your putts? My original putts was Vontae Davis. But I'm switching it up. I have two this week. Ooh. Daniel Carlson, kicker from Minnesota. Piss poor week, no longer has a job. Zane Gonzalez, piss poor week, missing, I think he missed four field goals. He missed four field goals. <laughs> missed four field goals, also doesn't have a job this week. So that's my putts. Those are my putts of the week. Funny thing is, is that my putts of the week are also the same two characters. <laughs> <laughs> 
The yes. Browns. The Browns should be undefeated, 2-0. But you got Gonzalez out there missing kicks and fucking them. Losing, tying in the most Browns fashion. You know, it would only happen to the Browns. Yep. Any other team would have found some way to win a game. But the Browns, nope. Carlson. My, fuck do I hate the Packers. Why can't oh, why can't you just win? Just just make the field goal. Win. Have no stupid tie. Just beat the fucking Packers. But nope. Also hate the Packers. Also, yeah. Shout out to Dan Bailey against San Minnesota. Former kicker for the Dallas Cowboys. Much respect. Second most accurate kicker of all time. I'm a little surprised he didn't have a team going into the season. Well, actually, he declined six previous offers before the start of the season. Why? He's a kicker. Because he probably wanted to go to contender in Minnesota, realized they didn't have shit for kicking. So, you know, now he's on a contender and potentially won a Super Bowl. Fair enough. It's a long play, but it's ballsy and I like it. Can we right can now. we touch on the overtime in the NFL? Can we touch on that? We can. can. Talk about it? I know I mean, you're fired up about it, so go ahead. We have to vent. Ah, oh, fuck. Overtime rule in the NFL is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. It really is. I don't understand how you can have college teams, you know, going to four, five, six, seven overtimes and no one seems to bitch about player safety. But then again, you got the NFL who plays, what, one overtime quarter, 10 minutes now, shortened, or is it 12? That was 15. It was 15, but then they shortened it to either 12 or 10, I do believe. Someone wants to fact okay. check that. I don't want to be starting. I, I honestly don't know. I thought it was 15. Let's get a quick check on that, please. Quick fact check. NFL overtime length. There's people listening right now who are like, you fucking retards. That's fine, okay? I don't know everything. You know? I believe it got shortened. Fifteen minutes. The NFL so, owners approved a drastic change. Regular season overtime format cutting its maximum length from 15 minutes to 10. With games played as frequently as four days a week. Okay, so ten minutes. All right, so I wasn't spreading hashtag fake news. You were not. All right. Ten minutes. That's asinine, first of all. So, I mean, I get the NFL is trying to touch on player safety and stuff, but, I mean, you can't shorten it to ten minutes for an overtime and then have them turn around and have some teams play on a Thursday. Well... It's really easy to blame Roger Goodell here, but at the same time, you have the NFL Players Association. They have a hand in that. I think it's mostly them. I, I honestly think Goodell, if he could make it to college overtime, he would. Like, couldn't you just do a college overtime, but just a little more challenging? So instead of starting at the 25, they start at like the 40, 35, 40. somewhere in there. That's what I was going to say. You, you Not can't... an automatic field goal. you got to get at least five to make it a long one. You know? It's the National Football League. It's professional football. We can't be having ties. NHL had ties. They got rid of them. Now they have, you know, three-on-three -three overtime to shoot out, yep. which I think was a great addition. I feel like it made overtime a lot better. So the NFL, why don't they just play the 10-minute quarter if no one, you know, scores the first touchdown to win the game and if no one is winning at the end of the first quarter? 
of overtime, why don't you start at like the 35 or the 40? Yep. Or so maybe, question or maybe even the 50 and just question play until somebody wins. Say the Browns Steelers go to like six overtimes to decide a winner. Did the Browns get a an overtime loss column or did they just get a loss? Why not just get a loss? Because even right, even if so, even if you lose the game and an NFL and goes in overtime, still counts as a regular loss. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you want to make it more like in hockey, where if you lose in overtime, you still get a point. You know, you still get that that little extra. Hey, we lost, yeah. but it was in overtime, so we get a point. No, I feel like you just keep it at wins and losses. You don't really need. The extra points, count. considering it's only a 16-game season. So, I mean, yeah. it's really not going to help or hurt anything compared to hockey, where it's 82, and those points definitely matter. So, I mean. Because if you do, if, well. Yeah, that's fair. Because with the playoff thing now, like, if you have, it was just a few years ago, you had the AFC West with Denver, Oakland, and Kansas City. They all made the playoffs. And they all had similar records. It came down to divisional wins with other AFC divisions and you had a division winner and both wild cards coming out of the AFC West. Which was neat, but it is kinda iffy. And if ties are involved then it becomes even more confusing. Overtime loss is even more confusing. Exactly. So I mean so, if you're I, yeah. overtime losses and giving them an extra point is just gonna make it even harder. Also considering if there's a tie, but I mean, then again, you can have a team that's, you know, nine and seven and have a team that's nine, six and one and the nine, six and one gets in the playoffs over the nine, seven, but I still, I yeah, I, I agree. I think you should probably just stick with your putts or sorry, your losses, overtime losses. If, if there were more than the 17 weeks in the season, yeah, but I mean, football, you're never going to see that. Exactly. There are a lot of things floating around right now where you got people saying, well, you should play, you know, get rid of Thursday night, play an extra week or two, and have two bye weeks. Which is interesting. So if you had, so you played seven, 17 full games or 18 full games, you know, two bye weeks. That would be interesting, I think. I think. Players are really against the Thursday night football. I think ratings are down on Thursday night football. This week there are a lot of good matchups Thursday night. But it's only good from the outside looking in before you get to the meat of the season. You don't know what it's going to be like when you get to week 9, 10, 11, when there's starting quarterbacks, starting running backs out. So I understand their argument there where Thursday night games are – it sucks because you play Sunday night. Yeah, you know, busting your nuts off. You, you only got you know a day of rest, two days practice, a walkthrough and game, as opposed to waiting the seven eight days between. Also, considering like just playing high school football, you have a game on Friday or Saturday, and you're still going to school Monday Tuesday, and you're still fucking hurting. Yeah, just imagine that multiplied by a million. Cause you got these freak athletes and just shit brick house dudes coming at you. I mean. I don't, I don't feel as though Thursday night football should really exist, but if they do, they should maybe have it to where teams get a little more time off. Or yeah. Schedule. Like, schedule there's, it for the, but, yeah. 
Thursday night games will only come after your bye week, where you have that bye or week. Your, or your bye week is after the Thursday night game. Yeah, exactly. You have or a break. You can just after. have you know some Friday night football action, Friday night NFL. I'd love that. Another day in there. I'm with it. There's a lot of things floating around. Some things might happen. We'll see what happens. With that, our next segment on the podcast would be your idiot fan of the week. Someone who you heard say something absolutely fucking asinine. Oh, baby. I call them out on on podcast. And I'm shooting right to the top. I'm going Skip Bayless. Oh, that's Skip my boy. Skip is my idiot fan of the week. He's a huge Cowboys fan. Everyone knows that if you watch the show with him and Shannon, Undisputed. It's on in the mornings, usually Skip. 9 10. Skip. Let me tell you something. Skip. 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 I'm a Hall Skip. of Famer. Skip. Shannon Come Sharp. On. Skip. Uh, quick, quick thing. Shannon Sharp, probably my favorite NFL player of all time. Dude is a fucking animal at tight end. Unreal. Sterling, his brother, not a slouch. You know, both Hall of Famers. But Skip Bayless said, and I watched this either today or yesterday, I can't remember. He was talking about Dak Prescott and how good he was. And Dak played okay against the Giants. He didn't make a lot of mistakes. But he's saying Dak Prescott played just as well as Blake Bortles did against the fucking Patriots. So you look into the stats, okay, Dak Prescott, you know, 25, 30 attempts, 160 yards, you know, 60, 70% completion, that's fine. Blake Bortles threw for 377 and four tutters. Okay, Dak Prescott threw for a buck sixty and one tutter, put up twenty points. He also rushed for fifty yards, though. You just not forget. Yeah, I you know I don't give a fuck. the fifty yards rushing in the NFL doesn't mean a lot to me. Uh, if you're a Denver running back and you rush for fifty yards, I'm like, who gives a shit? Uh, Dak Prescott, pick one and stick with it. You're either gonna be a pocket passer. Or you're going to be a dual threat, and I don't think he's very good at both. Either way, to say that Dak Prescott played as well as Blake Bortles, who threw for almost 400 yards and four touchdowns against a team that just played in the Super Bowl last year, and you're going to say, oh, they're they're just as good. No, fuck you. No, Blake Bortles played out of his mind way better than Dak Prescott did against the Giants. I'll agree with that. Skip Bayless does take the things over the top a little bit, but, you know, that's what makes Skip Skip Bayless, you know? Yeah. When Shannon Sharp brought him down to earth a little bit, I was saying the same thing on my couch. Like, what the fuck Skip. are you talking Skip. about, Skip? Let me tell you something, Skip. I have two Super Bowl rings. Three, if you count the one with Baltimore. Skip. Come on, Skip. I mean, Buddy's got three Super Bowl rings. You got a skinny white guy. He posts himself shirtless on Instagram. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Skip Payless for posting himself shirtless. He is it's pretty really weird. Ripped, though. He is pretty yeah, He's in good shape. Mr. Steal Your Girl, for sure. He's he's in good shape. I like him a lot. But he was out of line there. I think he's taking it away from Blake Bortles. He's trying to give it to Dak. No. Dak Prescott played fine. He didn't make mistakes. Ezekiel Elliott had a decent night. But at the same time, Dak, I mean, Blake Bortles played way miles better. And only a Cowboys fan who's blindly looking at it would say 
that Dak Prescott was a better quarterback of those two matchups. So that's my idiot fan. Shout out to Rod Marinelli. Having a good game plan, shutting down OBJ. Mixing in some blitzes. Doesn't usually blitz much. But let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Eli Manning, he ain't what he was five, six years ago. Okay, you're going up against Eli. You're not worried about the deep ball anymore. You're not worried about it. It's like Peyton Manning at 16. No one gives a shit. He's got a defense. He's gonna he's gonna use that as his crutch. He's gonna get through the playoffs. He's gonna win himself a Super Bowl. He's gonna ride off into the sunset. And that's what he did. But Eli Manning, not the same scenario at all. So, hey, did Dak Prescott play well? Yes, but not well enough to be in the conversation for like a Patrick Mahomes, Blake Bortles, Kirk Cousins type day. Damien, who you got for your idiot fan? Fans. Steelers fans. Calm the fuck down about A.B. Everybody's thinking that A.B. wants to be traded. He was just responding to a... The media has blown this whole fucking thing up. A.B. was responding to a tweet from a former Pittsburgh Steeler employee who is now where near related to the personnel of the Steelers, said that Antonio Brown would not be as good um, on another NFL team. Like, his success is only because he's with the Steelers. And then A.B. said, trade me, let's find out. Let's see what happens. He's just calling a shot. (laughs) I think that everybody's freaking out, mostly because he didn't show up Monday. But still, everyone needs to fucking relax. They're, everyone's fucking overreacting to A.B. Yeah, the Steelers fans just need to fucking relax. I mean, no, not, I don't even remotely agree with that idiot who said A.B. wouldn't be who he is without Big Ben. Because Big Ben has always pretty much been hit and miss. So, that's true. Relax. I think A.B. would be just as good if not better, anywhere else. I mean, he's... You put him on Cleveland, you know, put him in Baltimore, put him in Miami. He's the premier fucking wide receiver. He's getting all the touches. He's getting all the yards. He's getting huge contracts. I don't I don't honestly think that Big Ben makes, you know, Brown who he is. I don't think that's accurate. That but I also didn't know... Close to accurate. Fun fact, I did not know that that's where that came from. I didn't know that that was a tweet that he was just responding to and said, trade me and see what happens. I thought he was just super upset about the way things were going, and he was kind of jumping off the ship. So that's actually, uh, for Steelers fans, I think it should be comforting to know that. He's, he's not looking for a trade. He's just saying to a guy, hey, fuck you, I'm just as good anywhere else. It's a factual now, statement. Now, if AB doesn't play Sunday, start worrying. Or Monday night, sorry. Panic. Panic. Yeah. Absolutely panic. No AB, no Le'Veon Bell, no defense. 0-16. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for playing. 0-15-1. Yeah, sorry, they have a tie, so they can't go 0-16. <laughs> they saved I, themselves I, from that. I ain't a win. I feel like the Steelers at some point in time are going to play a team. That they're guaranteed to win almost. 
You know what I mean? Like they're gonna play a team that's so bad that their defense the their defense can't lose it for them. Do they play the Bills this year? Well, I'm about to find out. Because uh, if they don't play the Bills this year, then I don't know if I could take that. All right, we got Steelers Browns tie in OT. Steelers Browns losing to the Chiefs. Bucks Ravens. Falcons, Bengals, Browns again. Ravens, Panthers, Jags, Broncos, Chargers, Oakland, New England. Oh my goodness. New New Orleans and the Bengals to round it all off. So I take it back. I don't think they play they don't have an easy game all year. No. They don't. It is very easy for them to go winless. But then again, divisional games, divisional games are a whole different breed of animals, so you never know how, how those are going to go. So Yeah, I mean, Joe Flacco on my phone is face one of these days. Like, you never know when Andy Dalton's oh, going to take a shit in the middle of the field. Matt Ryan might have an off day. Uh, Case Keenum's never that great. But the defense, I think, in Denver is going to keep Big Ben from going off. So I think that might be a guaranteed loss almost, depending on how the rest of the season goes. L.A., meh. Oakland, good team. Patriots, obviously a good team. Then you got the Bengals again. The Saints are tremendous on offense. It'd be a shootout. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Steelers really have to tighten up on defense to really to make me think that they're going to get more than four or five wins this year, which is why I did not pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I have the Patriots, and I have the L.A. Rams. Okay, you got the Patriots making moves. They're a good team, even with lackluster talent. You got Tom Brady. That's all you need. Then you got the Rams who sold the entire house to get a couple years. A couple, one, two, three years with tremendous grade A talent. Couple, and two, they three got years. that. couple, two, three years. And they showed it. I mean, against Oakland week one, slow start, but they came in their own. They fucking schlacked them. Week two, shut out. 34. You know how hard it is to shut a team out in the NFL? I don't give a fuck who it is who you're playing, to shut a team out, that's ridiculous. That doesn't happen anymore. It's such an offensive league to score zero points. They have a tremendous offense. Jared Goff is not making mistakes. Todd Gurley is an animal, and their wide receiving core with Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks is something to be fucked with. And then you have a defense. I mean, Aaron Donald, Dominican Sue, Marcus Peters, Seth Joyner. Sorry, not Seth Joyner. Yeah, Marcus Peters, Akeem Tlaib, and Joyner. I don't know his first name. I'm sorry. Okay, I don't. But a solid secondary. The linebackers are young, but they're talented. That's probably the only chink in the armor. Barron's a savage. Middle linebacker, left outside linebacker, whatever linebacker he is, he's fucking savage. That's Yeah, I mean, uh, no one really... They're not big names like Alec Ogletree left there. He's elsewhere. I just saw him playing. I don't Giants. remember where he... The Giants. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's where he exactly. is, but I mean the, the the Rams are for real. Like they, it's just like Denver, two three years ago sold the house to get a couple good years, and they did that and they got a ring. I think the Rams are on the right path. Like if the Rams play the Patriots like next week, ooh wee. I think the Rams win that by fifteen twenty. That's that's an ugly game. Considering Blake Bortles just tore you up. 
Very good, uh, very good possibility. Yeah. You also again, take into account. I also bounce back pretty heavy and usually probably score at least 40 points, so that could go either way. Yeah, with the Patriots, you never know. But you have to take into account with that Jacksonville game, it was like 95 with 100% humidity. Just terrible conditions, especially when you're from New England. So weather does still play a factor. There's no domes when you're talking about Jacksonville, New England. Um, but when you're talking about L.A., Go, say they have to go to the Northeast in this hypothetical game to play New England. So let's say it's late October, mid-November, early December. I mean, that's 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 a good-looking fucking... That's a good game because you're used to playing in L.A., practicing in L.A. You're not going to acclimate to that very well. I'm, I'm going to take a quick pick here and just make sure that, that isn't an actual game that's going to happen, because that would be tremendous. Tremendously tremendous. No, I'm not seeing it. The, uh, the Rams do not play the Patriots this year. That's unfortunate. I, I would love that a lot. I mean, they even play the Packers at home. So they they're uh, they're pretty set. The Vikings come out to LA two weeks from three weeks from today, two weeks from today, two weeks from now in the schedule anyway. That could be a good game. Uh, they do have to go to Seattle, but Seattle in October probably still decent. They go to San Fran. They go to New Orleans in a dome. They go to Detroit in a dome. They go to Arizona in a dome. They go to Chicago open field early December. Now that is a game depending on how Chicago plays from here on out with that defense, that's a game I'd be keeping an eye on. That could be a good, good old-fashioned football game in Soldier Field. Go Bears! I'd take the Bears in that. Let's go! Khalil Mack just straight up dropping his nutsack on Jared Goff's helmet. Just brutal. I, I think that's something you got to keep an eye on. That's a good game. I would love to watch that. Absolutely. Me and Damien are uh, we're fucking with the uh, fucking with that Bears Packers December sixteenth game in, in uh, Soldier Field. Might have to go see that live. Go Bears! If we go, time. if we go the week before, we could see the Rams game. Ooh, duh. Well, I'll see what's open in the vacay book. Anyway. So now we're on to Bundy's Idiot Fan of the Week. What do you got? Idiot Fan of the Week. Well, let's make that plural. Fans is probably 99.9% of all of the Packers fans. Yes. Because I understand the hit on Kirk Cousins wasn't very good, but the change the rule, NFL reviewed it, said it was the right call. And it is the right call because of last year when precious little Aaron Rodgers got hurt, broke his collarbone. That is the reason why the rule has been implemented. So you guys are just looking like a bunch of fucking idiots when you're bitching about the call, when in fact Aaron Rodgers is the reason why the rule was put in this year. Yes. Fuck up. Yes. That's exactly right. And that's what everyone else is saying, too. That's not just us. That's professionals 
who spend their entire day and entire lives doing this shit, sports research. It's like, okay, you're going to complain about this call. The whole reason that this call even happened was because last season Aaron Rodgers was out with this collarbone injury from Barr. You remember, he put his whole weight on him, crushed his collarbone, and the Packers' ratings dropped, you know, through the floor. And now, you know, the you want your starting quarterbacks upright and playing to get the ratings, and I understand that. But you're, I mean, you're taking away from the game, but at the same time, you're making it better. You're like, okay, last week, this past week, week two, the overall QBR throughout the league was 105. Average 105 QBR throughout the league. Every team averaged out was 105. Aaron Rodgers' career QBR is less than that, 104. This is what's happening now. They're making it a quarterback-friendly league. You're not taking hits. You're keeping them upright. You're making those big plays people want to see. It's an offensive-friendly league. It's not like it was four or five years ago where if you had a good defense, you could win a Super Bowl. No, you need a starting quarterback. You need the stars on offense to make an impact. Yeah, and, as, much as, I, as much as I hate the rule, it is what it is. Just don't bitch about it. Yeah. Considering the fact you also had the same call earlier in the game, and the fact the rule is the rule because of Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. Total bullshit. I don't like it, but it is what it is. Stop bitching about it. No, exactly. That's, I mean, that's your quarterback is the one who, I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to make this call happen. He didn't, but owners, GMs, people are like, okay, well, if Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, no one wants to watch. So you got to keep him upright and healthy. Also, uh-huh. just be happy that the NFL OT rule is trash, and you guys got to tie out of it. So be happy about that. That's also fair. You can thank Daniel Carlson for that too. Daniel Carlson, shout out! You suck. Shout out to the kickers for being ass, ruining oh. lots of people's dreams. Crushing a lot of spirits, a.k.a. Cleveland. Even fucking Seabass Sebastian Janikowski two weeks ago. Seattle, in Denver. 51-yarder. Misses. Offsides. All right, move it up five. It was already fourth and 11. Fourth and six now. You get a 46-yarder, 45-yarder. Misses again. And this is one of the best kickers of all time. Shanking two. He played well. He played real well last night. Fifty-six yeah, yarder was nice. Yeah, the yeah. and Sebi boot one fifty-six. Yeah, good looking. Big leg. It's like you oh. know, fucking Matt Prater. He can make a sixty-five yard field goal, but you move him into an extra point, he might shake half of them. The 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 fucking Browns, man. Like, I was I was legitimately hurt that they lost. Like, I, like I'm an actual Bears fan. You know, like, or Browns fan. Like, it hurts. Like, you know, watching Hard Knocks, and he's just like, you yeah. guys just got to fucking win. You buy into it. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, let's please, fucking go. Just, and just then they shit the bed. Literally. Because Hugh Jackson's garbage. Hey, well, that's also I, true. I mean, Hugh Jackson's also not kicking the football, though. That's, oh, yeah. He's not kicking the football, but... He is the I head mean, coach. Terod Taylor got him into the red zone 
or whatever yard line it was to set up a game-winning field goal to win. Missed. They had Terod Taylor also got him in to score a touchdown to tie, extra point, to take the lead. Missed. I mean, it's just, it's just one of the things. It's just like, like what, do, what do I have to do as not even like a Cleveland Browns fan to let them win a game? Like, it's just getting to the point where it's getting almost ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a it's a satire for sure. Like, what, the Cleveland what Browns stat? franchise is a comedy. One stat like oh, like teams or whatever, like oh, fifty six and two, and the Browns had two of the losses and one of the ties. I don't know the exact stat, but it was some crazy like that. Oh yeah, we said it on the podcast last week. Yeah. Teams that were plus five in the turnover margin were like 142, 124, 142, 5-1, and one, or 4-1. and one. So you Two got, of the losses in the only tie, or whatever. Two of the losses out of the four yeah. were the Browns. And I, don't one where I, got, also I don't know where I got that 52 number from. That was my bad. But anyway. I, I think it was like 124, 4-1. and one, And the Browns were two of the losses and also the tie. So... <laughs> That's just like the total pathetic fallacy that is the Browns. It's always raining in Cleveland, uh, at least figuratively, because they just they're awful, and they can't seem to get out of their own way enough to get past that. And it's sad as a football fan. I mean, if you watch the Browns in the '90s, you watch highlights, you know, going up against Denver in AFC Championship games, and you know, just making it just fucking playing you know they were good football teams and they've since then collapsed monumentally they they're just a terrible franchise somebody's turning around because i would love to see the browns you know go ahead and fight for a wild card spot this year that would be amazing i just want to see the browns win a game oh yeah i mean winning a game is step one but i'm saying there's no reason that they can't be a 9-10 win football team with the talent that they have. Well, respectively, they should be 2-0, but hashtag Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. But he's probably swallowing 18 Percocets in his hotel room right now. Yeah. Uh, so. you, you know it's bad like when a non-Browns fan literally hurts and is sad for the Cleveland Browns just because you suck so bad. Not even so much sucking, but just losing and, the, and tying in the fashions that you lose and tie is just, like, remarkable. Yeah, it's impressive, really. It's like you suck so bad that it's impressive to lose a game and the tie. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, like it was a close game, though. Hey, yeah. Enough more, like... I mean, it I, is... It is the, playing fucking Houghton High School football, where if you kept it within 20, it was a moral victory. Like, hey, we didn't get fucking blown out of the water, so hang your hat on that. We played okay for the first quarter. No. This is NFL football. You it's cannot be winless. This has been, like, the Browns' best start since 2004 at 0-1-1. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got a loss and a tie, and that's the best you've ever been for a decade and a half. The last win came with RG3 slinging the football. Josh Brown's happy he's out of there. I still feel like last weekend was a ploy to get out just because he hasn't won a game in nearly four years in Cleveland. 
So I wonder if it was yeah. a, I wonder if it was a stunt. A little bit I would of a love stunt to see Josh box. Brown, Josh Gordon, just explode in New England. He definitely can. I feel like I, I feel, feel like he's like a boy. I feel like everyone everyone says he's got fucking Pro Bowl Hall of Fame talent with some baggage. So let's just see and hope that he performs well because I have him on two of my three fantasy teams, and I would love that very much. It's not even starting so next much week like, though fantasy purpose for me it's just more or less like the dude has gone through a lot of substance abuse stuff and he's grown up in a place where like he was literally like just accustomed to like having that shit like right in his face so i mean i like a good comeback story you know i want to see him come back you know i want to see him rip it up but then again it's also kind of shitty because i do feel like he did what he did last weekend to kind of get out of cleveland but, well, I mean, I guess Vontae I guess. Davis, the cornerback, retired at halftime. That, that could have been a ploy just to get out of Buffalo. We don't know. You might sure. see him two weeks from now playing on a team. Can we yeah. think about something here for a minute? The whole ploy of leaving, or the ploy so he can leave Cleveland. All he did was show up late on Saturday, and they're like, nope, this guy, this guy's fucking on drugs again. Let's get him out of here. True. Then again, the organization has, you know, put their neck out for him time and time again. Any other organization would. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to New 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 England and you show up late to a meeting, Bill Belichick's just not going to play you. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I got seven five foot eight white guys waiting for the call. Yeah. We're going to catch eight balls for two tutters. I got a cashier at Walmart waiting for this. Yeah. (laughs) He's I got to see his thighs are stringy. He's ready. Yeah, in Hancock, Michigan, ready to fucking catch some balls from Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, you can't with the New England system, the way that franchise is designed, you can't fuck up that bad and still expect to be a name on the field. That's not going to happen. He's yeah. not going to allow it to happen. That's Bill Belichick. He's won, you know, five Super Bowls off of just being that way. And that's you you're either doing it his way or you ain't. You're getting the fuck on. So this yeah. is Josh Gordon's real last shot of making a name for himself. And I hope that he fucking blows up. I hope he has a tremendous year. I definitely feel like it'll be in step in the right direction for him. I just feel like as a whole the Browns just don't have everything else New England has, obviously and, like, just the way New England's built, they can kind of take somebody with some issues and kind of turn it around a little bit, and hopefully Josh they, Gordon is one of them. They've been doing it for a decade now. Yep. Wes Welker, Deion Branch, Randy Moss, Josh Gordon. LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt, all these guys. Hey, come here, tighten up, we'll get you a ring. Winning cures all. Exactly. True. Very true. Exactly right. And LeGarrette Blunt's now in Detroit. What's he done? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. That New England franchise is for real. They will get you in shape. But also, Massachusetts also has allowed marijuana to be uh, legal statewide. So we're gonna have to watch. We're gonna be on Josh Gordon watch there for a while. True. It is true. Radar, radar's out on Josh Gordon. Eyes on him at all times. Don't know what's yeah. gonna happen. Absolutely. Don't let him drive himself anywhere. For at least a month. Do you think Bill Belichick's just going to be like piss testing him every day? 
No, I don't think he will. I, I think, think he, he gets uh, enough piss tests. Yeah. He gets eight a month. I don't even think Bill Belichick even fucking cares. It's just more or less just winning. Play oh, yeah. Belichick can make a failed piss test go away. No problem. Oh, yeah. You got you know, slightly deflated footballs. You got playbooks falling into the wrong hands. You got video practices going on. But he's a little sly. He can make pretty much whatever he wants go away. I feel like Billy B still got too many, you know, good connections over there in Cleveland for getting Josh Gordon for a fifth rounder. I just With conditions. maybe yeah. maybe there's collusion. Maybe the Cleveland Browns are more or less just like the farm they're, team for the Patriots. Yeah, they're playing into the Patriots. Like, all right, all right. So you're gonna give us all your good players. You're probably gonna win one, two games. You're gonna get a great draft pick. We're gonna take his wide receiver, who's a behavior issue, off your hands. We're gonna pay him. Yeah, you know, that could be. I don't know. Mass collusion, witch hunt, as Donald Trump would say. We're gonna we're gonna sink Bill Belichick in a pond with a bunch of rocks, and then if he lives, he's a witch, and you gotta kill him. But if he dies, then hey, he was innocent, but he's dead. So uh, we're on to next week. Uh, you know, we're putting this week behind us, and we're on to next week. <laughs> I'm just here so I won't get fined. All right, well, that's uh, anything but basketball. We got me, Damo, and our special guest, Bundo. It was a good week. A lot of info flying out, a lot of in- little input, a lot of uh, opinions I liked. I liked the conversation we had, and I hope you guys liked it, too. Uh, thanks for having me. Hope to be back soon so we can get into a pretty uh, aggressive argument. That's uh, some kind of building up here. Yeah, yeah, you're just saving up all this info to throw at me at once and make me cry on Skype, and that's awesome. I love it. I appreciate that. Anyway, this is uh, Damo, DJ, and Bundo signing off. Anything but basketball podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at but basketball. Anything but basketball on Instagram. Anything but basketball on Facebook. And we have a WordPress blog that is out weekly. Go ahead, read up on us, listen to us, and I hope you like it. Peace out, guys. Oh, actually, guys. That's <laughs> what